0: Behold, RPGs and Baby Makes 3. RPGs and Baby Makes 3. Reimagined! What is Gretchen typing right now?
1: I'm offering a water key for someone to turn on the splash pad at Forsyth Fountain.
0: What is... Is a water key something that's like local here in Savannah?
1: No, water keys are all over.
0: I had never even heard of them until we got here.
1: Oh, well, I mean, this is where we've done most of our adulting and where we've owned a home where we actually need to have a water key in case stuff goes south.
0: So are you saying I wasn't an adult before I was like 35 years old? (laughs) <laughs> the stairs so says everything
1: so... <laughs> I mean I don't know if I was an adult up Until I had a kid to be honest
0: I'm Rob Hessler and that's Gretchen Hilmers uh, RPGs and Baby Makes 3 Reimagined re-imagine. <laughs> That's all I get yeah. Reimagine. All right, let's roll it for initiative. So we've actually been doing a lot of gaming, I guess. We have been doing a lot of gaming, kind of. Board games and RPGs. Yes. Well, we played another session of Junior Brave's Survival Guide to the Apocalypse. Yep, yep, yep. And that went way off the rails as you were transported into an alternative reality. Yeah, essentially. yeah. Essentially.
1: I don't think that was written into the game plan.
0: No, no. When everybody <laughs> failed their roles and fell off the bridge, I had to figure something out quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty impressive. Was it like four of the six of us failed? I think,
0: I think so. <laughs> that should be up soon. I haven't posted that up if you want to tune into that episode. Ooh, we're gonna little. We're going to do four. Sessions.
1: Four sessions.
0: I think. We've done three. We're going to do one more, I think, and then take a little break. I mean, not that we won't come back to it. Just, I want to do something no, else. No, any
1: time you say we'll take a little break, you, you really you don't come back to it. <laughs>
0: well, some, I'm supernatural. I've come back to it oh, time and the time again.
1: Yeah, now it's been like year... somewhere since we last played.
0: Yeah, but it's not. It, it's always on What about mind.
1: Dragonlance was...
0: Dragon Lance is more of a scheduling conflict issue because of the yeah. way that it's not that I didn't want to get back to it. We tried. It's just that it's really hard to get those particular people together and a sitter online <laughs> on the regular. It just yeah. is a lot changed <clears throat> in terms of being able to make that game happen. Yeah. But Junior Braves, I do want to get back to. I love that game. I think it's fun. You know, I just want to do some other different stuff. Because we're kind of trying to do, I don't know, I'm trying, at least for me, I'm trying to do more different games. More different. Well, yes, like literally more different games.
1: Different or more.
0: Games that aren't the games that I'm used to playing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's also what we played. We played Old School Essentials.
1: Yeah, boy. I went into that thinking. Because you told me you didn't, 5e was too difficult. And I was like, man, maybe it's harder for you, but it's easier for me. But it actually turned out to be not nearly as crunchy. And I was really happy about that.
0: You were so grumpy at the beginning of that session.
1: I was so grumpy.
0: You were so grumpy. (laughs) But I mean, we all have that. I mean, I understand. Yeah,
1: we couldn't find the character sheet that I had. And I know I rolled some... Awesome stats. So I was like, yes! What were those numbers? <laughs> and then I ended up finding that they were also on the D&D Beyond. So that's good.
0: Oh, you had put them in there. That's great. So that's where you ended up finding your stats.
1: Yeah, except for the, you know, single eight from that dice set you got me. Which I, look, I don't believe...
0: Okay. I don't okay. have mm-hmm. okay. superstitions uh, about sure. dice. Uh-huh. But after
1: doing some additional test rolls <laughs> with that dice set, I realized, I don't know if I really want to use this dice set. So so
0: it was interesting. We So Old School Essentials, for those of you who don't know, It's a, it's essentially basic Dungeons & Dragons, old, old, old school, with just a little bit of kind of cleaning up. So I like to kind of call it like rules light DD. um it's it's not that you can't do a ton you can kind of play the same games as you normally do but it's it wipes out a lot of things so we didn't have you don't have skills for example like your character knows what they know and they don't know what they know and it you you trust the players that they're going to be genuine about that and i don't know it's it, everything is a lot more straightforward there isn't as many little bits and pieces of numbers that you gather from many different sources to combine for making rolls it's kind of like straightforward you know
1: oh my god it's just too much it's too many numbers rob
0: the attack matrix thing is a really good resource for you as well where you roll so basically there's this like chart that you fill out on your character sheet so you know whatever die roll you roll. It will tell you what AC you hit. You don't even have to think about it. That yeah, makes that's it a lot really nice. easier. But it was interesting. You know, it was the first time I'd run that. I mean, I, I first time, I've played it before. In fact, I've even played that oh. adventure. Oh, you have? Yes.
1: When did you do that?
0: It was years ago. I don't remember if it was Rusty James, who's a RPG guy, or someone else who ran that. We, we played with Rusty Troika. Oh, okay. Ages ago. Come but I've kind of, I've, I've stayed in touch with him. He's a cool dude uh, and he does, he releases his own RPG things, sorry Rusty for not giving you a shout out of your, of your um, stuff right now, but he's an RPG creator uh, as well. Just look him up and you can find out what he does, but he's done some stuff. So he ran that for a few of us, actually Chris, who plays in the Temple of Elemental Evil game now, our Lord Cass from across the pond. Uh, was in that game with me. But anyway, it's like very straightforward. So you kind of... can. It took us a while to make characters because everybody was new and we were trying to convert 5th edition characters that had already been made over to old school essentials. Um, but once we got rolling, I thought it was pretty easy. It's a very simple game. We were... I mean, I was also just playing it like that last night because we were like sort of learning it. So... I wasn't being, like, super dungeon master full-on. I was kind of just sitting back, hanging out with my friends, trying out a new game together. Yeah,
1: yeah, but there was the, um, what is it, Roll to not die. Save versus die. death. Save versus death, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so our good friend Taffy is playing this kind of a-hole pirate that's a a water ganasi, so like a, a water descendant of water genies basically and her character they go into this room with this that this eight foot tall sculpture of stone carved skulls okay and there are gems in the eyes of the skulls Okay, that's fine. That's fine, yeah. You okay, know. but I then... Mean, those
1: skulls are kind of already a warning sign. Right. That there is... But mission.
0: the real warning sign was all around this sculpture were skulls, mostly intelligent humanoid skulls... Intelligent! In piles of ash. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, skulls lying in piles of ash all around the sculpture. So Taffy has her character go and pry out one of the gems. Yeah. And of course she had to save versus disintegration because it would have disintegrated her had she failed. She pulled that out. She made the save and she got one of the gems. Yep. So that was kind of a funny. And
1: you know, my character isn't that bright, but he was bright enough to know. Doesn't seem right. Nope. Nope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Your character is not particularly bright, but I think that was also, like, kind of adventures, maybe, you might just realize. I mean, and I was really playing it up, because I didn't want anybody to die. We were really trying to, I mean, for me, last playing that game last night was really about getting together with three friends, me and then three of you, four, yep, yep, four of yep. us. We ordered pizza, and we were learning how to play a new game just having some fun that's the way i looked at it so i didn't want people's characters all getting blasted away and, and stuff like, really man, you know you
1: just put all this time into making your character and you're gonna die <laughs> and then you have to make a new character that sounds miserable but she passed
0: so what did you think of the game overall i mean i we it's been well established that gretchen hates D D. <laughs> so what did you think in, in, I mean you've only had a very small exposure to it. I
1: mean there were some mechanics that I liked like you know we are pirates we know how to swim though as Amanda pointed out historically pirates didn't know how to swim um, and in you know old in D&D if you don't take swimming you don't know how to swim you die and I just think I don't know floating like I feel like you would know how to float, or if you're a pirate, you would, you know, it would make more sense to know how to swim in this setting. I don't know. Like, that whole swimming thing always bugged me.
0: Well, and yeah, it's like...
1: That it was easy. That was easy. I like that.
0: It was interesting for me as a game master, too. So, one of the things that happened in the game was Amanda was, Amanda Plagman, who's been on lots of times before, and we got to have her back on, actually. I'd love to have Amanda on the... Podcast again.
1: She yeah, we had to come up with something smart to talk about. I know. She's playing a druid <laughs>
0: character, and so she has like natural abilities. Well, in Old School Essentials, it says like the ability to identify plants and animals. Like they just have that ability, right? Which and so sense. we're playing this adventure, the incandescent grottos, and there are molds and mushrooms and natural creatures like within this. And like there isn't really a role for that she just knows it so it was interesting for me as a game master to just reveal information so like if she inspected something and there was no danger inherent to inspecting it just in and of itself then I just gave her the information we didn't have to roll and even me I was like I I felt often like I should be making a roll or making somebody roll but then I was like why let's just play the game yeah you know, but on the other hand, like finding secret doors and some of this other stuff is really roll heavy. Like you only can do it using a roll. So it's kind of... It, it, yeah, the great
1: it, news is, is that if we find a door that's locked, I have a five and six chance of opening it because it's a so stra- strong. With 18 strength. <laughs> uh,
0: but that was interesting. I, I recommend this game. I think it's pretty fun. I think it's a pretty good, good game. There's a lot of... It's hard to tell what you need, to actually play the game in terms of the books, there's a lot of crossover. I have the box sets, which have these smaller books in them, but you can also get just big single core books. The box sets ended up being kind of problematic, I felt like, last night when we were trying to play. It was just like, we were getting confused which book is which, and there's some colors that are the same. It was a little bit confusing. but. What I will say, at NecroticGnome.com, which is the name of the company that makes the game, Necrotic Gnome, you can actually get the basic game for a free download. And they only I have four that. classes available, but there's four classes available there. And it tells yeah, you how to so play the game.
1: Googling around, people share what the other classes mm-hmm. are and things like that, which is nice.
0: Yeah, and then they also have a magazine, Carcass Crawler, which is a regular magazine. I think maybe it's, it comes out periodically. Necrotic
1: Gnome, Carcass Crawler... They got, they got some things they need to talk about.
0: Uh-huh. The Carcass Crawler is the Carrion Crawler, essentially. The same monster, but there must be some sort of, like, owned by Dungeons & Dragons, the, the term Carrion Crawler. So they've made a new thing called Carcass Crawler. There's a lot of that in this game. The monsters that are copyrighted, they have, like, the same thing, but it's a different name. yeah. Uh, but more minimal spells, lists, and everything like that as well, which you didn't even need look at. I do not to worry about
1: that because I didn't want to build a character that I had to worry about any secondary stuff. He goes smashy smash. hmm. And yet, it's another character that's kind of obsessed with food.
0: Yeah, but I like the other your, that you're playing a brute. Yeah. You killed something with one hit. Oh, the right there. Frog one of, thingy. Yeah, it's like a frog monster, a giant frog. You killed it in one hit. And, um. Yep. You did, like, max damage. It was, like, 11 damage, which is a lot in this game for even any character, but a first-level character especially.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's smash.
0: Um, Anyway, that was fun, so we got to play some games. Uh, Should we move into our main topic, which is going to be immersion?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of curious where you want to go with this topic.
0: All right, let's get into it. Oh, man, that's deep. So we were talking about immersion in games. Now...
1: In what context?
0: Okay, so let's get into this. The <laughs> The reason why we even started thinking about this a few episodes ago, I almost said a few sessions ago, a few episodes of this podcast ago, we, we talked brought this up because I've been reading this series, which I keep talking about, by the Angry GM about how to become a true game master. And it's great series. And one of the arguments that he makes is that don't, get rid of rules just because you think that they seem like they're not fun to you. Play the game as it's written because that's the way the game is supposed to be played mm-hmm. and it increase and those things are designed to help you be immersed in whatever game you're playing. So Dungeons and Dragons one of the rules that they have is encumbrance and he makes the argument that yes encumbrance we all think of it as like being this annoying thing but if you start if you really go all in, and you're thinking about the amount of ammunition you're using, and how much water you have in your canteen, and food, and what you're carrying on you, and you start really thinking about it, it really makes you put yourself into the character more. No, it
1: doesn't.
0: And, okay, that's your opinion. Man. Yeah,
1: well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
0: But you've never done it. You've never really tried to do that for an extended period of time. I
1: have a little bit with Pika and Ravenloft. I was very careful about how many bullets she had and what she was carrying on her. Okay. So suck it.
0: I mean, do you felt like, did you feel immersed in the character?
1: No. The problem is, is like, okay, so are you role playing? Or are you playing it? I guess I just it's kind both. of see them as different, though. Like, if you're role-playing and you're getting into your character and you're immersing yourself in your character, but hold on! Let me pull up my math chart here. <laughs> <laughs> Can I carry this sword? What do I need to take out of here? Can I, you know, and like, that was the worst thing about something like Fallout where I have to stop, and unload, and then choose the things that I want to do. Find a place to stash the other items. Like, it just... It, I don't feel like you are immersed in role-playing. I feel like you become immersed in technicalities with a side of role-playing.
0: Okay. I think that's a valid argument. I actually think you're right in that whenever it, whenever you have to stop engaging with the other players and stop engaging like your attention to what is happening in the game to look down at a piece of paper and start thinking about numbers. Hold on guys, this is
1: twelve pounds. Let me let me map (laughs) this out here.
0: Anytime you have to do that, I agree that there is a certain like
1: I just think that this is a big difference of someone who likes crunch and somebody who doesn't give an f about crunch. Okay,
0: like, that's, this is a good question. Are we talking about immersion in the story or immersion in the role-playing game? Because you're not
1: because it is called not a game the role-playing game. It's the game.
0: The game part of the role-playing game.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: I think it's both, though, don't you? Well, okay. I think it's both. I think both are a part of it.
1: Well, I think so, too, but are you there for the joy of role-playing and resetting your brain to be something different? Or are you there to, you know, beep-boop-beep-boop-beep-boop-boop, beep-boop, beep-boop, you know, pull out a calculator, do all your math stuff. Like, I I just... I, I just well, so think... then,
0: then the argument would be, I think, is what you're really saying is that Dungeons & Dragons... Or games of those type where you have that kind of thing attached to it is not immersive for you if you play them by the book.
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't just say for me. I would, I would throw down on this with anyone.
0: Dungeons & Dragons is not a truly immersive role-playing game because of its nature.
1: Yeah, but I also think people who show up this is gonna land me in more hot water. You're
0: already the anti D and D you're on the conductor.
1: In costume, maybe it becomes a little too much. That happens a lot with a lot of vampire the masquerade players where that was always the thing that always creeped me out is like people got a little too heavy into it and lost themselves in the fantasy of it and brought it into the real world. That that's troubling. I think think you have to be careful about immersion. I think. Well, we're
0: we're talking about a tabletop role playing game, not. I I would say there is, of course, a difference between that and like LARPing, whereas like yeah,
1: LARPing is different. And because
0: when I think of those vampires, I mean, Vampire: The Masquerade was really that original version, and I forget what the the Mind's Eye Theater or something was like that. What was called or something. They were I mean, you get in costume and like you yeah. do all that. But That's a part of it.
1: weren't there some actual things that happened? Of course, like,
0: yeah, you're right. There are people that have a really difficult time stepping yeah. in and out of that.
1: yeah, and I think i I just I all again though, I think you just have to be careful. Um, you know, I can pop in and out of character as much as I need to mm, well, yeah. yeah,
0: it but. You Can pop in and out of character. I think this is a whole can this of worms, a whole other, yeah. Because I was thinking of our good friend Kat Valentine, who yeah. she'll go deep in a character, and you're like, hold, It's a little bit, it can be unsettling, and yet then she kind of just flips it off. It's not, she is not becoming that person, she yeah. is acting as another character yeah
1: she's someone m- who can absolutely handle can it can
0: handle that so I think we all need to like be realistic yeah, about where a we very are fluid mentally nature with <laughs> <Walt> <laughs> yeah um, yeah but I mean like actually I, she just has
1: a fluid nature <laughs> <doesn't> she? <laughs> <laughs> she does I like that a lot
0: so we've been talking about doing another run of the game Alice is Missing and I think oh, this is a good her, time to bring up uh, one. that's a great game to talk immersion right yeah so, if you're not familiar with Alice is Missing, there is a setup period at the beginning where everybody's talking to each other, with you know, like in person or whatever. Um, you know, or we played it online the time that we played it, and everybody's talking to each other and everything in real life. But after that initial setup, you go silent, and yeah, there it's is a weird. soundtrack that plays.
1: Yeah, and, and then it's all done through text messages. It's
0: all done through text messages essentially, although many people have set it up through a discord that does the same effectively the same thing
1: yeah i mean it's like a group chat
0: yeah and um and then these there's an automated process whereby cards are thrown out and it's done in such a clever way based on your initial setup that it that you and your fellow players help to create a story about the events surrounding Alice being missing. Yep. And I found that when we played that game I found I I was moved by that game. I thought that was powerful. I thought when we were playing it it was really immersive at times. What do you think?
1: I think I was still in a postpartum period and everything was really emotional and hard on me.
0: <laughs> oh poor Gretch <Rachel.
1: laughs> But it was an
0: emotional game though.
1: It is, it is it's... But then add in real life postpartum issues. <laughs> oh, that's a real I'm thing. I'm so sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is a really good point. I mean, uh, you know, role playing. There's going to be periods where you're in a place that's not. Got to think about where are you? Are yeah. you? Can you play? Yeah. Like, is immersion good for you at that moment?
1: Like last night, you. I mean, you make a point. I was grumpy. I think everyone felt that grumpy. Like, cause when. <laughs> so what happened was is when I couldn't find the thing, the, the rolls. I was like, okay, well, then I just got to start over. And then you started to say, well, I think that's the great thing, or something like, you get to re-roll. And I was like, do not tell me how <laughs> no. I'm supposed to I feel that. I said right. the stats
0: don't matter as much in this game as in other and games.
1: And then you saw what the stats were.
0: <laughs> well, but then you almost bit my
1: head Yeah, off. I, was like, you, I was like, you cannot reason away my feelings right now, Rob. <laughs> Those were good stats. Uh, but, but it's also like, just
0: a game
1: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah
0: um gretchen was immersed in her stat rolls there for? i, a moment. I, I really but was that I, game is very immersive it
1: was but the thing that i'm getting to is i was in a pissy mood and i was thinking like about changing up my character and going darker or whatever and then i was like just stick with it and then i hopped right on in to skis and just it was fun. It wasn't heavy. And, um, you know, I was able to switch gears. And that was important.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think there are certain games like Alice is Missing. Oh, Ten Candles. That's Ugh. another yeah, very Candles immersive game. Um, yeah, really immersive. That I think when I'm playing those games, I'm looking for that immersion. And I kind of go all in. Yeah. Old School Essentials, at least last night. I was not looking for that. I just wanted to hang out with friends. Like I was literally GMing while eating pizza, you know, like, and, <laughs> and we Taffy were all, thought
1: it was decent pizza too. It was good
0: pizza and we were just all <laughs> hanging out, you know, like having fun. And I think, I don't know, maybe it's more like to look at the game, like what is that a, what's a, what level of immersion should I expect? I mean, obviously you should talk about that in a session zero kind of situation if you're gotta be playing like Iron Sworn and Starforge are games I think where you have to be immersed in them because it has a it requires a lot of effort and energy from the players
1: yeah th- those are dense those are very you dense. have to be in Whew.
0: the moment we tried to play you and I but I don't think we were in the right headspace for it like I think we're so burned out that when you and I have time <laughs> to game together we want to just have fun yeah
1: I and this game is
0: it, not that it can't it's not fun but it's also work you yeah. have to really think Hard.
1: Yeah. And thinking hard is not, you know, I mean it, it's not really my go to when I'm well rested. So you're, no.
0: you're not giving yourself credit because you are actually very, very smart. Um I'm but deprecating <laughs> too much. But uh I do think <clears throat> thanks for thinking smart. I appreciate that. <laughs> I think our our uh sleep deprived brains tend to be a little less um Capable of making every single connection between sure A my and B son <laughs> took some of my brains when
1: he was born too.
0: Well, we were talking about, it. I don't know if we were talking about it on the podcast, but how we've sub sacrificed certain things for other things. Yeah. And you have gained I'm faster reflexes. You've gained fast reflexes, but you've lost
1: the ability short-term to form memory. Form sentences, <laughs> coherent sentences to remember the word that I need to say. <laughs>
0: It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Well, I have
1: to pause and look to the side so much now.
0: I just... <laughs> you have to pause? Oh, to think? Oh, yeah, to yeah. think
1: of what is that word I want to say? What was oh, I trying to say?
0: Always. And
1: thankfully, everyone is really patient. Parents are. Parents have been really patient with me too, which is good.
0: Parents are so much more badass than I feel like I grasped at all.
1: Yeah. When I, I was I had no concept of what it meant to be a parent.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's But boy amazing. did I judge. Yeah, totally. It's funny cuz now I've well here, why don't we close off immersion and let's talk about this on the other side. So yeah, sure. we'll we'll go to on the, the end other here. side. Of this break. Reimagined. <laughs> this is the end. I've been reading a lot of these articles about I you know, when you read something on a website where you have an email account attached to, then you start getting stories from that website related to what you search. So if you have a Google account and you're looking up certain things via Google, then every time you go to Google, it will give you search.
1: just a search bar.
0: Mm, Is it? (laughs) Is it? Or does it offer story suggestions? Because it does for me on my phone. If I go to Google.com... It will give me a, a bunch of suggested st- uh, stories to read. You don't have that on yours. Let's see what my suggested stories are right now. I'm going to go to Google. Let me this put is my glasses fascinating, on. Fascinating, fascinating. Here, uh, this in, this particular thing. So, I'm opening up Safari right now. Right. I'm opening up a new window, and I'm typing in Google.com.
1: Oh, trending searches is what I have.
0: I have. Oh. The, so I'm logged in, and it's got Commanders News. So I'm a Washington Commanders football fan. You can now play as a Minotaur, Cobalt, and even Final Fantasy 14 races in Baldur's Gate 3. So, a well, know, we have maybe. different
1: privacy settings then, because yeah. these trending searches I don't really care about. President Joe Biden. I don't
0: know why. Shannon
1: Sharpe, Skip Bayless, Undisputed, CBS Morning, Tennessee Titans, UFC fight, Rose Namajunas namahunas that's these are not things i care about
0: none of this is particularly but there's like football stuff horse stuff seven dungeons and dragons characters hiding in honor amongst thieves among thieves
1: aerosmith you don't care about aerosmith i like aerosmith yeah yeah, have you been searching for them do you ever talk about them
0: well, I ha- do talk about them in the presence of my phone sometimes because I have the Aerosmith get-a-grip cassette. Oh, yeah. And Lincoln, when <laughs> he asks for rock and roll music, that's what he wants to that's listen funny. to. That's <laughs> funny. So I wonder what the settings are. I have found some pretty good stories thanks to this weird Google thing. Some pretty good RPG stories. In fact, one of the recent ones that got in front of me related to the character Jar- Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan from the d and <laughs> Yay! From the D&D movie. <laughs> um, it was from Collider.com, and it's an ode to Jarnathan, our feathered friend from Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thebes, and it's just about how these little side characters that you know nothing about become these like lovable icons. It's yeah. a, it was a funny little story. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I, mean special, I like but...
1: that enough to want to play an Aarakocra seagull, and that's what skis is. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, uh, that is, that's pretty funny. I've uh, got
1: more funny things in store for him, too anyway anyway what were what, we, talking about? we were
0: talking about the search engines put it bringing stuff up for you and i was gonna say oh, no.
1: was, was it about emotional
0: yahoo brings me things about parents doing stuff that other people get mad about
1: oh yeah so that comes up a little bit so it'll
0: too. be like the debate about you know People getting mad that kids are noisy at restaurants, or like on, somebody nice is one. on an airplane, or you know, yeah. kid on a plane, or whatever other stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> the thing is, though, <laughs> okay. is I actually get both sides because if you're on an airplane with your child, and sometimes you gotta go on an airplane with your kid, there's just no other way around it. You I gotta take the plane, go on the airplane with the kid and they're having a hard time there is nothing you can really do there is no escape from that if they choose not to there's a lot of techniques we all use as parents to calm (gasps) them
1: but (laughs) if those things
0: don't work you there's nowhere to go you can't you can't leave with them, so it's not like the parent wants to make all of everybody miserable.
1: Yeah, but there's so many stories where you know sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, that would piss me off, and other times I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. So one of the ones that would upset me recently was this little kid had this was on a plane and it was nighttime, and they have this hat okay. which is flashing a million different colors. It is a bright light a bunny
0: wall.
1: hat. I thought it was a unicorn hat.
0: It had, it it could go up and down. It could move, it moved. Did it? Yes.
1: Now see, I think that was a dick move on the parents' part because that kid was excited about it, they let them bring it on the plane, and then everybody on the plane had to deal with it. That would even upset me.
0: That, I would 100% agree with you, and that's exactly how I felt about it until I realized that it was all a TikTok stunt. Was it? And they just did it just for those few seconds on the airplane to film it and it got came out on TikTok and it was all set up. Okay. So but I that do would agree. Still be
1: annoying, though. <laughs> TikTokers are annoying out in public. So that is still <laughs> annoying. And you're also teaching It was a red eye kid. flight
0: too. It was like an overnight flight.
1: Yeah, see and, and that's that's also teaching your kid that, you know, you can excuse bad behaviour if it's only for a few seconds. I
0: hate that too. Yeah, I they that's... use that child for that purpose that really bothered me I was thinking about that too it's like because Lincoln he watches these videos of like outdoor boys I mean you could none of you people maybe some of your parents know some of these videos outdoor boys or, or more famously um the uh Ryan's Ryan's world Ryan's world or Ryan's toy review anyway they have these challenges and they do these things and Lincoln wants to do these challenges and stuff like that and he's super cute while we're doing them we'll like build stuff and i'm like we could video this and people would watch this right but then i'm like do you really want to do that to your kid like do you want to like make your kid an entertainment
1: yeah he's allowed to have his anonymity and he's yeah and also just to have fun and you and i rarely if ever post up photos of lincoln i
0: almost never do it's weird because like i see people doing it i'm like do people think I'm not, like, I don't love my child? I just want him to... I take... We take plenty of pictures. We
1: have a private Instagram account that Which only I almost... close people are invited to, and we pretty much... I, you know, it's hard to keep up with that. I don't even keep up with my own Instagram.
0: I'm a little better about it now, just for newspaper purposes, you know, for my articles and stuff,
1: but... Oh, yeah. Okay, so the other thing that mm-hmm. popped up was there is this woman who had a four-month-old kid, and she is... Doing the bounce to keep the kid calm.
0: In the she was in the emergency
1: emergency aisle exit of aisle. The plane. Like the very front. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it looked like a larger one than usual. Yeah, I saw that too. It looked Sounds like there was little, plenty of space. Yeah, because usually you have the the screen on the wall and these people had their own screens, but it looked like a larger thing. But people were upset because if they had paid that extra money for the extra leg room they'd be annoyed about. It. Well, they would be just as annoyed or even more annoyed if that kid had screamed the whole time.
0: I mean, I think it's valid in both ways. It's like you're talking about on the surface of that, yes, that's true, okay? Like, it might be a little bit annoying. But on the, we are all humans in this together, in this world, it's a baby. Come on, y'all. Like, we're trying to, like... It can be annoying, but it's a baby. They're not trying to hurt you. Like, you know what I mean? They're not deliberately trying to make your life bad. I
1: mean, we were on that flight that was (laughs) had the twins. And one twin was just...
0: Screaming, basically. The whole time. The whole flight. Like,
1: literally screaming the entire time. Was that and you could of, see like, the parents. Savannah to Chicago? Was that the Chicago? It team? might
0: have been. The parents were so oh. mortified by it. It was. It was to Chicago because I, I remember thinking it, like, we were like, oh, this is going to be our future.
1: But the <laughs> thing that upset me the most was the dad just got to keep the easy child the whole time and didn't like, you know, we could hear what was going on. He did not get involved in what was happening the whole time. And I felt really bad for the mom because being in that position... You feel so lonely.
0: Well, but I also will say this. We don't know what the situation is there. You know, we don't know. Like, we know that there have been plenty of times when when Lincoln literally rejects one of us. And he will not... Like, last night, we're in bed. And he's yeah, like, but... you could touch him. He would not let me touch him. <laughs> and you're, like, holding his hand and snuggling <laughs> him. So, I, I, I'm... I'm not discounting what we saw. She also
1: deserved a break. Of course. Just a little break. Of course. I think now at this point in my life, at this point being a parent, I would probably offer to try to help. Um, But back then, there's no way I would've, like I didn't understand how hard it is to be a parent. And um, I had patience for the kid. I had patience for the the mom, the parents, and- uh,
0: We did then, I mean, you were pregnant.
1: Yeah, I was like, if if I can't sit through this kid screaming for this long, then,
0: then yeah, we're we made in a
1: terrible decision. Yeah,
0: actually, it, it didn't really bother me. I just felt I felt sympathy then and now empathy. You it know, it really
1: kind of um, you know toughened us up for when Lincoln had hand, foot, and mouth and screamed <laughs> for an entire day. <laughs> Poor kid. Oh he was my so god, in so much pain.
0: Oh. Uh, well, this has been a, a bit of a wild ride of a podcast it but I think has think we can call it it had a lot it. of
1: ups and downs and we haven't had it. a lot of
0: time to talk lately so no
1: we have not had a lot of time to talk we've
0: been really we've had some game days that's true but we've also been really busy besides that it's like yeah. whenever we haven't had a sitter one of us says you've been a lot of times you've been at work and I've been doing chores and <sighs> yeah. maintaining the house and uh trying to do my writing when I can and
1: and I'm just sitting in the office feeling lonely
0: yeah and I'm just sitting in the house feeling overwhelmed. So running around the house feeling overwhelmed. So that's great.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find that my clients want to do more conference calls when I'm feeling really overwhelmed. But that's usually because I'm really busy. And that means there's more jobs in the house. I don't, I don't understand. Like I used to not have to have video conference calls.
0: It's weird how the pandemic made you have to have like virtual face-to-faces more. Yeah. than you used to. You used to almost never have to talk to
1: people. Mm-mm.
0: And now it's like, you're having to do these videos Weekly. all the time. Yeah. Come on, world.
1: <laughs> Seriously. I don't want to have to put makeup Abolished on for 20 Abolish
0: mandatory video calls <laughs> in the workplace.
1: It's kind of interesting, though. <laughs> you know, some of, some, some of us will show up and we're just, you know, clearly we have, you know, like a recent job. I was still in the office at one point. 45 in the morning when they sent some stuff over and when we all met later in the morning you could tell we had all been up really it wasn't
0: early it was like you had like a 9 or 10 a.m conference call the next day it was early
1: yeah it was only just a handful of hours later. yeah it was
0: like six or seven hours later you yeah had you could tell we call. were
1: exhausted and
0: the six or seven hours were supposed to be middle of the night hours
1: yeah but yeah, we were, we were, you know, we were just like, this is who we are. This is the job we have and we're doing this and let's, let's all drink coffee while we're talking to each other. So
0: all of you out there, if you made it through this episode, first of all, congratulations. Yeah. I don't know how long this is, but it feels long. But also if you, if you're, if you made it to today, you're still doing it. Woo-hoo! You're doing great. Let's call it quit, Scratch. Let's get out of here. Cookies are in our future.
1: Yeah. Let's Because the sun isn't here, so we can eat cookies <laughs> when he's not looking. Uh-huh. All of you
0: out there who are parents, go enjoy some cookies while your kid isn't looking.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Take care, y'all.